वेलकम टू द फोर्थ एपिसोड ऑफ द करंट कॉफी पॉडकास्ट Hi I'm your host Aditya Narayan and before we get into the details of the podcast today remember to share and subscribe to the Current Coffee podcast on Google Podcasts Today's topic for the podcast was suggested to me by Yadu Mohan and similarly if you have any suggestions on what the next episode of the Current Coffee podcast should be just message me on the Instagram or Facebook handle of the Current Coffee podcast Now without much delay let's directly get into the topic Recently as reported by some newspapers a government subcommittee formed in the wake of the Me Too movement to recommend ways to prevent sexual harassment at workplace is likely to propose waiving the 3 month time limit for victims to file complaints as laid down under the law The committee is also likely to propose that members of internal committees be treated on a par with the public servants as defined under section 21 of the IPC so that they have immunity from prosecution it will ensure that the members don't get entangled in court cases the sources said the center had recently established a group of ministers to recommend measures to effectively implement the law against sexual harassment at the workplace and to strengthen the legal and institutional framework in response to the me too campaign home minister rajnath singh will head the group of ministers which includes minister for road transport and highways nidin gadkari defense minister nirmala sitharaman and women and child development minister manega gandhi the gom will come up with a comprehensive plan within 3 months and devise ways to ensure its time bound implementation an official statement said minister of state for external affairs mg akbar had recently resigned after several journalists accused him of misconduct and harassment when they worked with him in different media organizations now let's begin from scratch How did the Me Too movement originate? The Me Too hashtag gained currency a year ago in the US. In the US, women came out one after the other to first corroborate allegations of sexual assault against Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein. There were many allegations leveled and each further account made it clear that there was a systemic pattern of abuse and silence. So, what can be defined as sexual harassment? Sexual harassment is any unwelcome sexually defined behavior which can range from misbehavior of an irritating nature to the most serious forms such as sexual abuse and assault including rape. The Sexual Harassment of Women Prevention Prohibition and Redressal Act 2013 defines sexual harassment to include any one or more of the following unwelcome acts or behavior: physical contact and advances a demand or request for sexual favors making sexually colored remarks showing pornography any other unwelcome physical verbal or nonverbal conduct of sexual nature now what is sexual harassment at workplace sexual harassment at workplace is any unwelcome sexually defined behavior which is the purpose or effect of unreasonably interfering with the individual's work performance or creating an intimidating hostile abusive or offensive working environment now let us take a look at some of the important questions can an aggrieved file a civil suit in case of sexual harassment in workplace yes 
a civil suit can be filed for damages under tort laws the basis for filing the case would be mental anguish physical harassment loss of income and employment caused by the sexual harassment under what circumstances can the complaints be filed complaints may be filed under the following circumstances cases involving individuals from the same organization cases that concern third party harassment which implies harassment from an outsider where can i file a complaint one internal complaints committee if you are an aggrieved woman who has a relationship of work with that specific organization two local complaints committee if you are an employee from an establishment where the internal complaints committee has not been constituted due to having less than 10 workers in that case the complaint is against the employer himself or herself and the individual feels that the case may be compromised she can also lodge the complaint in the lcc for instances where the lcc may not be immediately accessible the act instructs the district officer to designate one nodal officer in every block taluka and tehsil in rural or tribal area and ward or municipality in the urban area who will receive the complaint and forward it to the concerned lcc within 7 days you can also complain to the local police station in provisions under the indian penal code now let us look at some of the recent cases actor tanushree datta had made certain allegations in an interview in end september 2018 she had alleged harassment at the hands of actor nana patekar on a film set a decade ago these accusations with respect to nana patekar fall in a large spectrum that range from inappropriate behavior to acts of physical impropriety while some date back to more than 15 years there has also been the recent development where at last count minister of state for external affairs mj akbar had been accused of sexual harassment by at least 10 women journalists women have expressed themselves mainly on twitter and facebook the testimonies that have so far been expressed have mostly concerned the film world and the mainstream media and cover both workplace and private spaces these testimonies range from stories of assault to propositioning suggestiveness to stalking currently in india many questions arise however what is perhaps of even greater disquiet is that for so long an official silence was kept around what were in many instances open secrets now let us take a note on the due process experts believe that there has been an utter failure of due process unfortunately victims have written formal complaints and have also tried to get their organizations to act but they have mostly found themselves facing a system that prefers to be complicit with the perpetrators a couple of cases further illustrate this in the case of the former terry chairman rk pachauri for instance despite the victim filing a police complaint and compelling the organization to initiate an inquiry he not only continued in terry for another year but was publicly supported by the board members there is another case of rape that one can cite against the former editor of tehelka tarun tejpal in spite of being a fast track case 5 years on it has only seen a series of adjournments with no sign of justice on the horizon it is important to note that these events when added to daily news cycles of multiple rapes stalking and harassment from all across the country have resulted in victims of sexual crimes entirely losing faith in the justice system experts believe that the failure of due process is the success of me too after decades of witnessing the impunity of the perpetrators me too is fueled by an impunity of sorts of the victims
what are the certain areas that need clarity currently the floodgates have been opened and various kinds of stories are getting exposed these stories range from awkward flirting to physical assault one more factor which is dividing the discussion into two is the nature of consent it is important to note that what needs consent is often a function of society to illustrate this further we should take an example many aspects of intersexual behavior especially in the workplace that were acceptable 30 years ago needless to say are not tolerated anymore however we observe that with the advent of smartphones and instant messaging interpersonal behavior and the definition of consent have undergone a major change in the last decade thus stemming from this it is imperative at this point to understand that consent is not static but needs to be continuous and incremental let us have a reflection on what the present situation is it is important to identify the exact transgression in various cases that are being expressed and to ensure that action is taken with due process further it is important to note that no one can be deemed guilty only because they had been named and any punishment must be proportionate to the misdemeanor it is also important to consider that many people especially men have raised concerns regarding false accusations this remains valid and there have been instances of this even in the last 10 days no movement is perfect and all battles have a certain amount of collateral damage it is important that men be active allies in making the due process a fair and functional one in which all the victims including those of false allegations can seek justice it is imperative now that the building of a new fair system that delivers brisk justice critical to everyone's interest is initiated in conclusion we should note that there has been a systemic disregard for making workplaces and common spaces free of harassment what is disturbing is that a thread that binds so many allegations now coming out is that many women thought that their words and feelings would be dismissed their careers would suffer or their families would pull them back into the safety of home it is this fear of making a complaint that needs to be overcome in all workspaces not only the media and the film industry all the society needs to internalize a new normal that protects a woman's autonomy and a freedom from discrimination at the workplace so will the behavior of men change it's hard to be hopeful and say that the behavior of men will change after the me too movement however certain experts would like to believe that this will happen the first and toughest step in fighting any oppression is to tell the oppressor that his power over you is not absolute and that it will not remain unchallenged it is important to note that the me too has enabled women to take the step against workplace harassment such harassment has been normalized to the extent that most women believed that it was a price they had to pay to become part of the workforce it is believed that the next generation of women will not grow up with that flawed belief it is also important to take cognizance of the fact that male dominance over women is systematic institutionalized and above all physical power has been demonstrated through threats of harassment and rape sexual assault acid attacks domestic violence and making spaces of cohabitation a source of constant threat it is in response to this challenge that women have taken to social media and it's working so what is the change that has already occurred however it is important to note that beyond the headlines invisible wheels have started turning for example industries that had no sexual harassment policies or redress mechanisms are being forced to set up committees further corporates are being forced to proclaim that they have zero tolerance for sexual harassment conversations around sexual harassment that were earlier hush hush have become loud 
the lasting impact of me too long after it stops making the headlines will be on men who know that they don't have the guarantee of silence that they will be made answerable to abuse and that their boys club won't be enough to protect them despite the number of men who have come in support of the me too certain experts do not believe that men will have a sudden change of heart however it is believed that their actions will change because me too has forged an alliance of the sisterhood further it is important to know that the modern economy needs women in the workforce the me too movement has made it evident that being on the wrong side is also bad for business and economy is a language that men understand in conclusion me too has given women the power to expose men socially shame them take away their jobs and upset their private and professional lives power is a language that men understand fear too is a language that men will soon come to understand would me too india need something more to be a success it is important to note that me too india movement alone will not change the way men behave and that the success of me too will depend on instilling faith in due process it is important to know that the me too movement has taken india by storm on social and traditional media women have come out with disturbing accounts of sexual predatory behavior by various men including famous ones further these accounts describe a spectrum of male behavior this spectrum of male behavior ranges from the obviously criminal rape assault sexual molestation to the less physical and more verbal and non-verbal manifestations that may not be obviously criminal but are creepy and obnoxious also these accounts have successfully blown away the veil of shame and taboo that hung over the issue of sexual harassment this is a good development the principles of natural justice and other fundamental precepts of our criminal justice system namely innocent until proven guilty and proof beyond reasonable doubt cannot be done away with so easily experts believe that those narrating their plight in social media must be prepared to back it up with a formal criminal complaint otherwise they expose themselves to the possibility of facing action under our law for criminal defamation if those accused of murder are entitled to a fair trial by due process those accused of sexual harassment are also entitled to the same consideration there have been instances of dowry where the complainant has implicated the entire family of the husband simply to teach them a lesson similarly in cases of sexual harassment where the complainant has had a relationship with the accused one should attempt at carefully examine the evidence before deciding to file a charge sheet or drop the case it is a fact that in the absence of strong law against perjury and against filing false complaints sexual harassment laws are just as prone to abuse as any other law further the proponents of me too should also remember that in general our criminal laws are moving towards stringent grounds for arrest and liberal grounds for bail thus the kind of swift and harsh action that is being demanded against the accused in such cases may not be possible in most cases finally it is believed that the success of me too will depend on creating a sense of faith in due process which in turn will depend on the capacity of our criminal justice system to have sensitive fair transparent and time bound interaction with citizens it is also important as far as me too india is concerned that it will also find a way to transcend its small elite and urban sphere of influence currently in our society we see that women have taken to social media to talk about being harassed humiliated assaulted and bullied by powerful men further the sheer volume of stories and unflinching solidarity for these women is unprecedented on expected lines there have been attempts made towards derailing politicizing discrediting and misusing the movement there have also been attempts at suppressing those testifying others are questioning what the movement stands for its circumvention of due process and what qualifies as harassment it is 
too early to say if me too will have far reaching consequences but it has the potential to dislodge oppressive attitudes towards women finally experts believe that the day of reckoning is here that those who could not see their complicity now can and those who consciously abuse power cannot carry on unopposed i hope you have understood the big picture and the whole picture of the me to india movement if you have any suggestions or feedback regarding this episode of the current coffee podcast feel free to message me on the instagram and facebook handles of the current coffee podcast and keep following the current coffee podcast on google podcast thank you